0: And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Seip. You can find me on Twitter at FF Blitz. And I'm here with my
1: partners, Jeremy Bruin. And you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman.
0: And Shane Manila.
2: Um find me on Twitter at Shane is the worst. Um that's just mean. And um in case any anyone doesn't know, I survived the COVID. I am not dead. Uh, I was gonna um, ask
0: you. Yeah, good, good thing. I,
2: I had a lucky, luckily, thank you to everyone that reached out to me and checked in on me. I appreciate it. I think, you know, everybody's pretty much aware that I live alone, so they just <laughs> wanted to make sure, like, I wasn't dead.
1: Did they send you soup? Because <laughs> you had asked for soup several times, and I wondered, did anybody actually deliver it?
2: No one sent me soup. My, my, well, I, No, that's not true. My mom, my mom brought me up soup, and my ex brought me soup. That's um, good. It's
0: the
1: best kind so when mom brings yeah. it by, man, for sure.
0: I felt like I was smothering you that first day you told us cuz I kept saying, "Make sure no. you contact Jeremy and I every fun. couple it hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like the big brother. If you need anything, just let keep us posted." You're holding like big brother Mike.
2: Everybody, I think everybody was just afraid like they were going to open the news and read like about some man that died in his apartment 3 weeks ago <laughs> and no one realized it.
0: <laughs> I know well, that guy. Fortunately, you're on the show, you're with us, you're the the tw- Twitter universe knows you so three weeks of not hearing from you i don't think that would happen (laughs) yeah but
2: yeah thanks to everyone for reaching out again because there's always something wrong with me but you know (laughs) luckily i had um i had a mild strain of the covid i will say that Um, really mild strain my biggest problem was i was really sleepy (laughs) okay so i
1: napped
0: (laughs) and everybody your wife and your kids and everybody's fine right
2: yeah, every, everyone's fine. There was a couple of people uh, outside of my uh, immediate, immediate circle that got sick. We're still not sure who the culprit was, but if we find out who it was, we're going to murder them.
0: <laughs> did, weren't you doing that sleeping on a couch tour or something like that for the couple of weekends before it?
2: <laughs> I did do that a few weekends before that with a FF Intervention. Um, he did not have the COVID, so I clearly didn't get it from him.
0: Um, <laughs> It's funny that you say the COVID. So, listen, you know, we had Matthew Barry on last week, and, it, it, you know, we always have a show sheet of what we're going to do, and things go totally off of what we thought. And Matthew came in the room and he just immediately started roasting everybody, which was awesome. (laughs) So starting next week, we're going to have a couple back-to-back weeks of people from the DFB that are going to come in and, and discuss what Matthew said about them. So I think we have Scott Barrett next week and we have Graham Barfield the week after that, right, Jeremy? So it's going to be fun. And uh, we want to thank Matthew again for being on the show. We had a lot of fun last week with that show. But tonight, the last time we talked, it hadn't happened yet. A whole bunch of coaches got fired, but the Eagles coach hadn't got fired yet. <laughs> look at look at Shane's face. So <laughs> no matter how many times you say you're not necessarily an Eagles fan anymore, what do you think about the Eagles?
2: <laughs> so what's funny is on... Um Saturday, Sunday, you know, in our in our patron chat, the HQ crew chat, a couple of people were bringing up like, oh, is this good time good t- time to buy low on wins? He's probably going to end up in Indianapolis, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, guys, I don't know that Peterson's going to be staying. I said, you know, he's got to have another meeting with Lori. So apparently they had a meeting a week ago and Lori wasn't excited about any of his answers. Didn't like any of the answers, <laughs> made him move him again and uh, like immediately shit canned him after or during the meeting. Um, wow. it's interesting. It's look, Peterson's not a good play caller. Um, I think we've seen that over the last two or three years. Um, but I kinda, I don't know if I wanted him to go. I want it once to leave. I want it once, but I, I kind of want it to go to Indianapolis. Um, yeah. for selfish purposes, because then, you know, in the leagues that I've heard and Wentz. um, or in different leagues where I have them. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah, I gained another starter in the leagues that I have them both. I'm like, well, <laughs> this isn't great. You know, I feel like an NFL team, if you have two starters, you, you don't really have one. Yeah, or, so Peterson's
0: gone. He gone. Or like with uh, Jeremy and I last year when we had Winston, we're like, oh, he'll go to a team. Definitely, he'll be a starter. <laughs> and then didn't happen. Still didn't
2: happen. Yet. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, there's <sighs> – Peterson – you would think from an offensive side of the ball, right? He threw the ball a lot. He threw the ball 70% of the time, although that didn't really translate to fantasy success for really anyone this year. Really anyone. Um, (laughs) So I I guess this is good for Sanders, right? Like there can't be a, they can't hire a coach that throws more than Peterson, right? Is that possible?
0: Well, sure it's possible of course it i could.
2: don't think it is It would they that would be whoever if they do he'd have to pass it the highest uh, ratio in the history of football
0: but you don't know well, you you said that you weren't expecting that to happen is, is there any talk where you're living right now i know cuz the reason i say it that way is because you keep trying to tell us that you're not a fan there in of my the eagles No. no, no. no. <laughs> but in <laughs> philly uh, you know cuz we get not- you know jeremy and i don't get local philly news so like what is the local News talking about what they're Well,
2: there was that fake bleacher report um, <laughs> that put the that really put um, the whole Damn Philadelphia you.
1: community into a tizzy. And, I laughed so hard. I sent it to Mike. I'm like, I want to send this to Shane, but he's probably already seen yeah. it. Yeah, and, that was and,
0: awesome. And,
1: and our patrons let it loose
2: in the. Um, the, the crew yeah. uh, chat, which again I was not happy about. So Tell everybody I started what searching it everywhere. Adam, <laughs> so they, they shared the false rumor that Adam Gase was the front runner for the <laughs> uh, coaching position in the Eagles.
0: I woke up and I had a text from Jeremy's like, "Check this out. This would be awesome." And I was like, "Oh said, no,
1: this would be amazing."
2: <laughs> no, just as a fan of fantasy football. <laughs> Not even the Eagles. I never want to see Adam Gates near a football field for the rest of my life. Oh. Um, Because he's just bad for fantasy.
0: We've said it a few times here in Florida. It was horrible when we had him. It was great when he left. And then it was even better when he went to the Jets. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys
1: are celebrating that.
0: Sure. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't go anywhere else. You're right.
1: One man's trash is another man's treasure. Not in the case of Adam (laughs) Gates.
0: So there was, you know, since we left last week, there was a whole bunch of coaching vacancies. And here we are a little bit a week and a half later, because we were early last week with Matthew. None of those positions have been filled, correct?
1: Right. Just one.
2: Yeah, no one's getting – apparently everyone's going to go into the season with no coaches next year, and I like it. (laughs) I think it's bold. It's Um,
1: bold. Bold strategy, We saw how
2: well it worked for the Browns over the weekend. Congrats, Jeremy. They didn't even need a head coach and dropped, what, 28 points on Pittsburgh in the first quarter. I know some of that was defensive scoring. But I like the strategy of no head coach (laughs) going forward. I think it's fun. Dude, that's a
1: job we could do. Head coach from your couch. I mean, if you could do that, why not? I have
0: a question for you, though. I asked that question at the time. How come he can't do it from his couch or from a, a quarantined place? Why can't he do it that way?
2: Cause then I guess there's no way to make sure that he's not using illegal electronic wow. devices and watching the game and things like that oh, is yeah, my right. guess. Is my guess. Cause you remember a few years ago or last year or every year since the Patriots have been in the league, uh, Bill Belichick's <laughs> been coaching them um, when they cheat. One of the things that they do is you video surveillance and things like that. So I think you're not allowed to actually watch. Is that why? Um, yeah, I think that's it.
0: Jeremy. I, oh, I, we lost Jeremy.
2: Well, he had enough of your shit.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny. I wanted to ask him, though. Oh, he came back and now he's an empty chair. Um, All right. So let me ask you what I was going to ask you. It makes sense what Shane said. I'm sure that's why he couldn't do it. But uh, did you see some of the jokes that people were tweeting that your coach was one of the candidates for uh, coach of the year? But after the team scored 28 points in the first quarter, they're like, maybe we don't need the co- maybe we don't need the coach. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's cool, man. Uh, I hope he gets it because what a turnaround, you know. But yeah, funny. Yeah, they turns out they don't necessarily need him on game day, right? They're yeah. So such a well tuned machine. Yeah, it was good stuff. I wanted to get when you guys, I, my something was cutting out over here and I couldn't hear you guys. Um, but the the thing about the coaching, I, I guess they talked to some of the other coaches and and they're like, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to really affect the game from home, regardless, you know. So we don't. A lot of those guys don't seem to care. But yeah, I mean, you can't have a guy coaching from his basement couch. But it's funny that a lot of the you know league coaches don't really give a shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he can coach, I don't see how it's going to give him an edge, you know.
0: Yeah. What do you guys think of in the Ravens game? I believe it was, right? Well, when they won, they all ran out to the middle of the field and, like, danced on the logo of the, mm-hmm. t- yeah, of the Titans. I mean, why I'm is I'm fine with it. You are?
2: Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Look, you know me, man. I don't believe in sacred cows. Like, give me your cow. Yeah. We're going to cut its head off and make some hamburgers out that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's you tough don't to like make it,
1: it stick, you know, because it's pro football. Those guys get paid a lot of money to play. So I, I just don't see how you can talk about disrespect the same way. I don't know. Like if, if you don't like it, stop me.
2: You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> right? if, if, Win. It's, it's always been my motto. Like yeah. the easiest way to stop me from doing that is don't let my team beat your team. Yeah. You know, just like when it, uh, um, and it's not I as agree. big. People are fine with it now in baseball mostly, but when you know guys would pimp a home run and stare down the the pitcher, you don't like it. Stop me, you know yeah. it's that simple. As long as it's not, you know, you're not disrespecting a human being. It's not like you're running over to someone and spitting on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a little yeah. different. You're, yeah, you're some of the disrespect
1: the like that that's not part of the game, like the after plays, the cheap shots, the spitting. Like you said, I I get that because that's not teaching good examples to anybody kids that are grown up playing football but honestly don't you feel like the, the NFL would be more exciting if these old bastards these crotchety old guys that own the teams would just let people celebrate their touchdown you know the stuff that they tried to hold back for so long let them celebrate touchdowns in interesting ways let them do stuff i mean that's people respond to that kids love that stuff it should be part of the game in this you know in these modern times with these amazing camera angles and all the the footage like make it more um accessible to everybody and make it more of a party atmosphere instead of like, so, you know, buttoned down <laughs> business, like, yeah,
0: but uh, I mean, the part of the reason I brought it up is because a lot of people were talking shit about Juju the last couple of weeks when he was doing that yeah. pregame, you know, dancing on people's, uh, what, what were you going to say, Shane? You were about to say something. Oh, did he mute him or did you mute him? No, I muted I, it. I did. Not. I forget
2: what I was watching. Oh, I was watching the um the championship game when DeVonte Smith was um just eating Ohio State's soul. Uh-huh. And um I think it was Kirk, it really Kirk was. Street, whatever his name is. I think it was him that was he was annoying me cuz he's like talking about DeVonte Smith and he's like what I love the best about him is he, he's just so professional. He catches a touchdown and then he just goes and sits on the bench like, "Bitch, shut up." Like the <laughs> game they should have fun it's emotion now if Devonte smith if that's what he does fine but if juju wants to go out there and dance on a fucking logo again he's not dancing on a human being i don't care let them have fun it's a goddamn game it's not you know what i mean like this isn't war like i get that we're really into it i get that i get it. but it's not life or death like it should be fun
0: yeah i like when uh I I like when Diggs was flossing on the sideline, and then people were like, oh, he, that's disrespectful. He's flossing. What? He's just flossing. <laughs> what the hell is that, man? So, you know, we, we were going to – you know what? We didn't mention who brought our news to us, even though we kind of just spoke about the news. but We
1: did speak about it a little. <laughs>
0: just
2: in case you, you were wondering who brought you the news, it was fantasydata.com. Um, again, sign up and use our promo code, uh, all caps, trades HQ.
0: We don't have to tell him anymore, Jeremy. So- Trade alert. Trade alert. Trade <laughs> alert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then never mind. This trade
1: better alert. be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the
0: trade, Shane?
2: <laughs> so real quick, um, I have no idea how loud that was because I have a new mic and- <gasps> New headphones and it's all very even, so I have no idea if that was loud or not. So if that wasn't loud, um, good. <laughs> was and if good. it was loud, oh well.
0: Well, it, it, you brought your face really close to the mic, so it was louder than normal. But yes, your oh. new mic and your new headphones are working great. So, what's the yeah, trade? I don't. Like, who
2: needs love? I have a. I have a new mic and I have new headphones. I don't. I don't need a human being. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Pretty straightforward trade. Uh it's FFPC Leagues, uh, one of their few Superflex Dynasty leagues. Uh-huh. Um, offer on the table is my 104. Um, and in exchange, I can't speak English. In exchange, I would get to a Talgolovica. <laughs> <Well, laughs> <laughs> Talgoviloa, I think it
0: is. What uh what what quarterbacks do you have? <laughs> what quarterbacks do you have with this team already?
2: Oh, quarterbacks! Oh yeah, let's let's see. Let's, let's, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, it's like we're surprising him that we're going to ask him that. The trade only involves yeah. a quarterback. <laughs> it's really important.
2: <laughs> so let's see, we've got a uh, we've got old good old Derek Carr. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Carson Wentz. Uh, Jordan Love.
0: I feel okay, like you've so told then, us team so then do the before, trade. There's no, recently. there's no question. Do the trade. <laughs> yeah, I <agree.
1: laughs> come on, man. You have to do that just in case Tua becomes a, a real fang. Yeah, well, do it.
0: I, I mean, first of all, he is the starting quarterback unless they trade him. But even if they trade him, they're going to trade him somewhere else where he's going to be the starting. Yeah. And, and all Ryan
1: he, Fitzpatrick could die, so he'll definitely <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: But in all <laughs> he, he, could he have had, a job. But all he all he has is Derek Carr and Carson Wentz, which you oh, already yeah, talked about being on the show. That's it. Aww. Well so, Jordan he's Love, 104.
1: He's getting the big time. Quarterback. Jordan Love. I, yeah, Give it. me a break. i not forget about Jordan, Jordan, Jordan
0: Love.
2: Love. I, mean, about <laughs> Jordan Love.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, the rookie class coming in, most of the people talk about these quarterbacks. There's only really two of them. So uh if you're going if you're at the four you would assume that those two quarterbacks are going to probably be gone before you in a super flex. So Uh, they should be.
2: I mean, there'd be literally no reason in the world for Ty law or um, Trevor Lawrence for the kids that don't know Ty law. Um, (laughs) And Justin Fields will be on the board at one Oh four. And quite frankly, I don't care where Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Trask, is that his name? Kyle Trask. Kyle, yes. Zach Wilson. I don't care where any of those guys get traded or drafted. I'm not drafting them at 104. Right. As much as I'd like, look, 104 would be fun because you'd be like, oh, I could get Chuba or Chuba, whatever you want to call him, or I could get Jamar Chase. That would be really fun. But then I'll be right back to, wait a minute. Uh, I hope Carson Wentz doesn't lose his job. I hope Derek Carr doesn't lose his job. And I hope Jordan Love gets a job. It's good logic, man.
1: I mean, seriously.
0: Yeah, there's no question I would do that trade right away. Um, How long has that been sitting in your box? Uh,
2: not long at all. Oh, I don't want to
0: sit in my box a very long time. You know
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't want to let it sit in your box. You got to move it, it around here and there. Yeah, it's gonna get smelly and. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, well, you God. did. You did tell us. You did tell us in pre-show that you had two things in your. box. In
2: your
1: box.
0: I do have another one. Oh my <laughs> god! But one, then I'm thinking two. of them say that they get smelly, and then I just kind of lost oh it. My but God, the other,
2: the other one, the other one's a little uh, a little harder for me to to uh, to gauge. This one I kind of knew I was going to take anyway, but Tua. I just I needed that you know that push. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Because that 104, it's super. It feels super valuable on the flexible right? Like but the 104 you know, it feels like it's the, the sky's the limit.
0: You know, and it's funny too. Think about it. Look what we went through. I mean, I know our league is a sixteen-team league, but if you lose your quarterback, you're like done, and it's impossible. It is impossible in because if you trade
1: enough to get a quarterback, then you've you've lost half your team anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you're done. You're. Absolutely out of it, and
0: nobody, nobody will trade you a quarterback in season. It's you know it's what? so and, hard.
2: <laughs> and I think I'm I'm starting to come around though. Our buddy Superflex dude John Hoag's uh, strategy of uh drafting 87 quarterbacks <laughs> on my roster on my Superflex teams, <laughs> maybe not that many, but I'm all about hoarding them. I mean, even in a rookie, even in a rookie draft, I'm just thinking yes. out loud. But oh. even in <laughs>
0: I was just gonna say, hold on. You say John Ho, but you look to your left on the screen right now. Jeremy drafts a million quarterbacks every single time well, we do a rookie. Most draft. of the time, I do. Yeah, I've
1: gotten out of there without uh, you know a lot of quarterbacks. I've done it before. You know, experimented with it, but I always have guys. I even have like the best backup quarterbacks. I don't. I don't around quarterback. quarterbacks
0: I don't know which you, one of our HQ leagues were I don't know which one it is but Jeremy has like 12 <laughs> quarterbacks on his roster right now <laughs> I, go I, ahead what you're saying I didn't mean to interrupt you I just thought it was funny when you said yeah. our buddy John Hogue and then Jeremy looks at you <laughs> and I'm like that's exactly what Jeremy does <laughs> well, I, I, no
1: respect That's true. But
2: look I read and John wrote a whole <laughs> article on a whole article series on uh, super flex quarterbacks and why you need to draft 1080 of them Um <laughs>
0: Okay. No, I was yeah.
2: just gonna say, like, even even if I'm in a superflex, well, not even if if I'm in a superflex league and I have the 101 from whatever reason, and I don't need a quarterback, I'm still gonna draft Trevor Lawrence. I don't give a shit because you know what, I, I could always trade him later, yeah, trade for a stud running yep. back if I wanted to, or you know, one of the other three quarterbacks on my roster, I could end up trading for a stud quarterback when I need him.
0: Or you could yeah, trade, or you could days. trade back too. You could trade back one spot, maybe somebody else will be so desperate to get that quarterback, you know?
1: Yeah, if hard you get a good hard one, hard. one, it's just a win-win, man. Yeah, well, I mean,
2: you know, he's generational, though. We don't get those every <laughs> every year, <laughs> yeah, do we? I, I don't know
1: about that, but we'll see. Maybe he's got some ceiling. I, he almost looks like he might be maxed out. I don't know, but we'll see. So There's what some is interesting this? stuff about that though.
0: Um, so so wait, so what was the other trade that you said is like really stinking up your box?
2: <laughs> well, this one, this one's been sitting in my box Look for a Jeremy's
0: minute. Look at Jeremy's face.
2: <laughs> Good. Oh, I'm not on mute. Okay. Um, so this one's been in my box for a minute. Um and this is in a league. I think we were all in at one time. I'm in there now. Um
0: Yes, i I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry.
2: Um, on the one side, we have Justin A. Bear and Nicole Hardman, or Deshaun Watson and a 2021 third.
0: And that's in goats versus pros. There's no Devi in that one, right? That one wasn't a Devi. Correct. So then, it's a it's a literally a third round pick, and this is already we already know what that pick would be, right? Because what did you end up being? So what is that pick?
2: In in, in theory, yes, we do know what that pick would be. I Not mean, in
0: theory, we know.
2: <laughs> I mean, <What> is, uh, <laughs> in, no, I mean, we know is kind of a strong term, but I'll bring it up. Hold on,
1: <laughs> I'm just and saying, I'm still in that. I am still in that league. Try I don't think it. I'm going to leave that one. I had a pretty good team. I had some injuries, and I I actually want to stick around and see what next year brings. It was pretty fun that one. I, um, you know, I'm the um, Barry Sanders team, yeah. but um, you know, it, it's pretty fun. I, I saw this trade come through my email. I saw it, and I was like, "How did it come through your th- email? The I third it kept yet. How, oh, did you, no, how did you? How did you get it? I saw. How did I see this trade? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know how I saw it. it He's it seeing your trade, Shane. <laughs> You know what? I think Swag sent it to me, or it was it was a trade a poll. I saw this trade before. Swear to God, because like, I was thinking the third and Hardman was a pretty even, you know that value wise, that's fine. And then Watson and Herbert flip. I don't, you know, I I like the Watson side a, a little bit better because of Watson. But I mean, honestly, this is like pretty even trade to me.
2: I was a playoff team. um but I, I did not advance far in the playoffs. Um, in fact, I lost immediately in the playoffs. Um so
0: it's gonna be like the three six, the three something like that. Something like yeah. that three five, or three McCall six.
2: Hardman, who whatever. Yeah. I mean, I guess he could be super duper if Tyree Kill goes to prison or something.
0: I think just, I think the big thing is is the whole unknown of what's gonna to happen to Deshaun Watson. But I mean, he seems to be <laughs> Good enough that no matter where he goes, it's still going to be a great quarterback. Uh, Matchup proof. <laughs> yeah, well, Coach you proof. know what I'm saying. I mean, it's so funny how much they talk about him being traded to the Dolphins to to move on from Tua and a pick to get him, which I I, I don't right. think that's going to happen. But um, I I I agree with uh, with Jeremy. I I think. In this type of trade, I don't really care much about Nicole Hardman. I'd probably want Deshaun and the pick, especially now. This is January. We got January, February, March. We got like three and a half months. You can play around with that third round pick too, you know? Mm, Play around with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather have that pick than Hardman, I think. <laughs>
0: what other picks do you have in that draft, by the way? Do you have any other picks? Like, is this one you're going to be picking up? I mean, you know, because I know we traded away a lot of our picks in the startups okay. of a lot of these let me, drafts. Let me
2: tell you what I have. I have a, uh, a no-round pick. A what? Uh this would be my only pick.
0: <laughs> no round pick So th- that's what I'm saying. I remember you trading away a lot of your picks. So if you do this trade, you'll you'll have at least a pick to go into the draft with to play around with too.
2: And we've accepted this offer. I do like Deshaun Watson there a lot go. more than, Des- than Justin Herbert, who I do like. I like Justin Herbert. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson has just been – I don't even think we've seen the best out of Deshaun Watson yet, yeah. which no, is kind of not. scary because he's a top five quarterback every He's really year. good, man. Yeah.
1: Surprisingly good. I mean, yeah, losing his – basically his BFF and Hopkins and he's still – did really well. I mean, it, it improved in some ways. It's it's great to see. Yeah, I think he and I was kidding with matchup proof, but I mean, honestly, the guy's seen a lot of that. Offense was t- terrible. That coach was was bad. He's just one of those guys, man, that elevates. And I, I think that's a hell of a move on your part. To get. And like I said, I think it's kind of even depending on which quarterback you like. But I definitely would rather have Deshaun Watson and the pick. Yeah. Like Mike okay. said.
0: Yeah. And, and with that team, too, didn't they trade away? I know the Dolphins have their first and second round pick, don't they? Like uh, they're not going to be bringing in many more weapons there. So is that part of the reason he like like do you think he's going to leave? Do you think like I mean, cause like there's so much news on Twitter that he's saying he wants out of there. He wants to be gone.
1: He he wants to leave. I don't know if it's that easy. They coach and stuff, figure things, see, figure things out, see if they can diffuse the situation and make him happy and see if things change. Cause I'm sure he likes a lot of the players on the team and that kind of thing. So I think people might be a little hasty. Not to say that he isn't unhappy and has reasons to be, but I think it, they'll let the situation kind of calm down a bit and 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 see how if they can please him enough to keep him content to to stay there. You know, I mean that makes sense to me. So for what it's worth, uh, I'm just looking at his
2: <laughs> cap.
0: Look cap at his face. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So if they were to trade him after June first, which is the only time that it could feasibly make sense, because uh-huh. um, just for fun, if they traded. It, well, if they were to release him, just say they were to release him and be like, we can't do this anymore. Um, I can't stand you. Um, they would have over a lot of millions. Yeah. They would have like a uh, $76 million in dead cap uh, space over the next two years. Anyway. So if they trade him after June 1st, um, the dead cap for 2021 is 5.4 million. That's not bad, but they'd still have dead cap of 16.2 million in 2022. Um, that's a lot of money to be playing a guy that you traded two years ago.
0: That is a lot of money, but you're also talking about June 1st. That's like five months away. What happens if it, something happens in the next five months?
2: If they trade him before June 1st, uh, it's a $21.6 million cap hit. Wow. And it's they, they cap savings is negative. They don't save any money.
1: Um, Losing the guy and then yeah. paying for the loss. You talk about a sunk cost on top of a sunk yeah. cost to get rid of Deshaun Watson. You've got to find a way to make that guy happy, even if it's Eric can... the Enemy or whatever. Yeah, but it's just like you know the
2: NBA used to do this where when you release a guy, but it's it's designated for a certain time. That's why that was the June first. So they could always do that with a trade too. I'm sure, agreeing principle, just you know, make sure as long as the Sean Watson doesn't get hit by a truck or anything, the trade goes through on June first.
0: And didn't we speak about it? I don't remember when it was. Maybe back in October or something. But isn't there a whole bunch of quarterbacks? going to be available in free agency this year? Well, there's Mitch Trubisky. Uh-huh. Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell is the is proper um,
2: government name. Let's see who else is free agents. Because the reason
0: doo, I bring it up while you're looking it up, the reason I'm asking you that is is who's going to be the starting quarterback then there? They don't have a first-round pick. I don't even think they have a second-round pick. Doo, doo, doo,
2: doo, doo, doo. So, <laughs> okay, so here you go. Here's the UFAs. You ready? Yeah unrestricted free agents um you got dak dakota prescott yeah okay yeah, there's a lot of money out there yeah um then it quickly drops to phil rivers jacoby Brissett, uh mitch trubisky and this isn't even the right year is it nope no it's not <laughs> no nope. nope. that's 2021 what year are we in
1: yeah, we're going into twenty twenty one. That's right. right. You were saying that right. You were it's right. Phillips yeah. Rivers, Dak Prescott, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Winston, Jacoby Brissett, Trubisky,
2: yeah. Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor. You got AJ yeah. McCarron, um, Andy Dalton, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, can I interest you in any Colt McCoy?
0: Okay, so then what no, you're saying is you unless they trade him to a team that gives them back a quarterback, they're gonna be hurting for a quarterback.
1: Or a high hurting pay. for certain
0: yeah, or a high pick. I mean, there was people down here in South Florida, like I mentioned earlier, that are talking about Tua and the one three or the one eighteen, I believe it is. Right. You know, yeah. for for um, Watson, which I don't see that happening. But you know, it just it, I it, like Jeremy said, I, I it could just be that they're all angry right now, and it'll all blow over, and everything will be fine. Um, we, we talked about the fact that there is no coaching jobs that have been filled yet, but there was one that everybody was talking about today uh, that supposedly is done. I mean, I don't know. Did it get done before we went on to air tonight?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's official on Roto World um, as of 6.44 p.m. Uh, it's official on Twitter, which is all I need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it her true, her, right. on Twitter, and you know, yeah, and uh, Ian Rappaport reported it at uh two hours ago, okay. So, so then, what is it? Usually, that means he, he's gotten Stop. the report from other people.
1: Come on, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's <laughs> just a reporter, he's not really much else someday.
0: Someday, Jeremy's gonna ask him to come on the show and he's gonna go, You remember that episode where Shane shit on me? No, thank you. <laughs>
2: No, I'm pretty sure he's not. But everybody knows you check with Adam Schefter first. And then, yeah, Rock right Report will go ahead and confirm it three hours later. Anyway, oh, my
0: God. So tell everybody plan. what it is.
2: <laughs> this is a great day for Jacksonville and Jaguar fans everywhere. Urban Myers is who we want and need a leader, a winner, a champion who demands excellence and produces results. Um, that was just part of uh, Shad Khan's uh, official statement welcoming Urban Meyer uh, as the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Wow. And it is good news for fantasy, I think, for fantasy football. But, guys, I don't know if you heard – well, when people were talking about Urban Meyer coming in as the Jacksonville Jaguars coach, some of our buddies out there were saying they don't like that idea because – of the off the field stuff and the shadiness that urban Meyer has been associated with in the past. And they're like, you know, football wise, okay, but I'm not thrilled about him coming in to coach. And then, you know, he's signed and he's there. So at least some of the Jaguars fans aren't, you know, big on urban Meyer, the person. I mean,
2: as far as coaching candidates, um, and I've never been an urban Meyer fan, but I'm just not a fan of people like urban Meyer. Um, you know they kind of bounce around at blue blood institutions, and then when they win, everyone acts shocked. Like, well, no shit, you're at these powerhouses, you should win. But anyway, I'll well, tell before you. Before
1: he got the powerhouses, he worked his way up he at did. smaller schools. But I, did. I get it; he did bounce he
2: around a lot, and I liked them then. After. And I did like them then. But as soon as he joined the blue bloods, I was like, I don't like this guy anymore. <laughs> um, I I like it only from the sense, or not only from the sense, but it's someone new. Just it's fine. I'm tired of rehashing these same guys. Like yes. you know, the deep. retreads,
1: man. Yes. Yeah,
2: like don't don't give me any more Adam Gase. Like, don't give me any more Anthony Lynn, who's apparently going to be offense. You know, he's on, on the radar for offensive coordinator. Although that, maybe that's gotta, fine. Maybe uh, yeah. maybe he's a coordinator.
1: Maybe stick as a coordinator. As a coordinator. Don't right. Peter principle yourself, get promoted to you know being incompetent at something. Just do what you're good at. Some of those guys are good at being OC and mm-hmm. stay there. But I agree, man. Don't rehire the same guys that get fired. And, like, what do you expect? Something different to happen? They suck.
2: So, you know what's fun is I was looking, you know, I'm reading Roto World, and it says apparently Scott Linehan is um, the leading contender to be his OC which is interesting because, you know, I went to profootballreference.com. Just check it out. I like to see if this is a, you know, if this is this guy that likes to run the ball or throw the ball? What, what do you guys think? Just just listen to his name, Scott Lennon. What do you think?
0: <laughs> By his name? Look at, yeah, nice at one name.
1: point in time, he was a pretty good uh, sought-after um, for strategery at, at um, offensive <laughs> coordinator. He really was, but, yeah, so, so say, people uh, thought of him that way. Here's passing, the thing. Passing game.
2: So he is whatever his offense dictates, whatever his personnel dictates. Because I'm looking at this. He had one, two, three, four, five. Is that six? Let's learn how to count. One, two, three, four, five straight years in the top six in pass attempts, right? Oh, my goodness. He put, okay, let me say this. He was top five in pass attempts for five straight years from 2009 to 20, how many? Five years through there. And then in his final four years in Dallas, uh, they were no better than 21st in passing offense attempts, in passing attempts, excuse me. So they were playing really slow football, like slow. I can't imagine Urban Meyer playing slow football.
0: Jeremy, between the three of us, we all know that you're the biggest college fan what do you think, you know, he, he's got he's got picks, he's got players, he's coming in with a huge expectation for him to turn that team around.
1: A lot of picks, a lot of players. I wasn't super excited about hearing the rumors that he'd be going there, but they do have a lot of picks so that they can, you know, fill in all those um, holes on their team that they need to, you know, get a quarterback, his quarterback of choice, which I would not be surprised is Trevor Lawrence all the way, but um, he's good at hiring help you know he's good at hiring subordinate coaches he did it at every university stop he hired coaches that were really good at what they do offensive coordinators defensive coordinators and if it didn't work out didn't hesitate to bring in somebody else until they had the right person and um delegate stuff but um so I think he's going to support himself with a, a lot of good subordinate coaches, coordinators on both sides of the ball, position coaches, guys he knows and trusts just like those, you know, most coaches do, but I think he's going to be really smart because he knows he's a first-time head coach. He knows a lot of guys have failed at doing this, but he's seen the success of other college coaches who, you know, with the run pass option the read option offense is the stuff that he's successful at doing in the past, and a quicker pace too. I mean, he, he's definitely not going to slow a game down. He can speed a game up um, like like some of the best, um, well oiled uh, offenses do. So I, I think there's going to be improvement to the Jaguars, but I don't know. I don't know how how excited I am about him being a head coach in the NFL. How much I'm going to say he's definitely going to be successful or whatever, but I, I do know that he um, finds the right people to run his. You know his team on the field, so I and and I think it'll be good for fantasy the offense too. So you know what's going to be fun is if you're a James Robinson owner, uh
0: huh.
2: Um, because I'm just looking at Zeke Elliott's uh, last two years in college, and I'm looking at J.K. Dobbins. Uh, what would you call that? The second year in college? That's your sophomore year. You're a sophomore. <laughs> um, yeah, it was sophomore year <laughs> when Urban was his uh, oh head coach. God. And uh, what oh, the. Mother- f-
0: do you go know on. how many different tangents his brain goes in when he's making one simple sentence? It's, there's so many different branches that go so much right all over there. the place.
1: It's very not difficult. not a straight line to it, right? It's, it's very difficult to, keep, plus, to even figure out what the
0: hell he's talking 30 about. 30 and for plus. those of you listening, you have no idea, but whatever you're hearing right now, just imagine that there's probably 10 parts of it that were cut out. <laughs> but go ahead.
2: 28, in 28, he's going 28, in, 28, 28, 28 and 14 <laughs> is 42, right? All right. So, i um, sorry about that, guys. So, I was just doing math and math is hard. Um, oh I ran God. out of fingers. So, anyway, I was looking at um, Ezekiel Elliott's last two years at um, Ohio State when he was under Urban Meyer. I threw out his freshman year because it doesn't count. Um, yeah. And I count, and I took a look at J.K. Dobbin's sophomore season because that was the last year that um, – what do you want to call that person? Urban Meyer was the head coach there, um, so just in those three seasons, which is pretty good sample size, right? Two hundred and sixty-four carries a year um, between those fine gentlemen, um, which works out to that ain't right. Um, that'd be like
0: six point two carries a
2: game. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't right at all.
0: Um, all right. Well, then let me let me ask you this because while you're trying to figure out the math of what you're trying to figure out. Does the college production, does that even translate to the NFL? Just because he used his college players, running backs in a certain way, is he, does that mean he's going to do that with James Robinson? Hello? Anybody? You, st- you started the premise by saying, for those of you who have James Robinson, so that's why Hold I on. circled it around to ask you if. question.
2: (laughs) I should have probably wrote this down or something. You started
0: it by saying those of you have James Robinson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I discovered this news had happened like literally right before we (laughs) hopped on this show, man. So I didn't get a chance to really look at a whole lot. I didn't want to be but ahead of the okay. curve with it in case he didn't end up with Jacksonville. But I, there are some, definitely some cool things. I don't, the point I think Shane's, well, the point I think Shane's making, I want to clarify, qualify yeah. it, I think is that James Robinson should eat. James <laughs> Robinson should not, you know, we shouldn't have to worry about a decrease in volume for James Robinson. I mean, the running back under running backs under urban Meyer, get a ton, you know, a ton of love in that option, in that offense, because of the option, you know, Um, Thank you.
2: Jesus Christ. All right. So here you go.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to go back to whatever point Shane was trying to make.
2: So finally had a point. We'll start it from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott's final two years in college, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I looked at J.K. Dobbins' uh, <laughs> final season tied to Urban Meyer. Um, yeah. During those three seasons, um, okay. between the two of them, they averaged 19 carries a game, um, which is, pretty, is a pretty heavy workload in college when you consider that a lot of those are halves. A lot of those were three quarters. Um, I think it speaks to James Robinson is going to, assuming they don't replace him, um, James Robinson is definitely going to see um, a lot of work there. Um, even receiving, looking at Zeke, Zeke had 28 receptions and 27 receptions his final two years under uh Urban Meyer and JK in his uh final season with Urban had 26 receptions. So he uses his running backs. He uses them in the passing game, he uses them obviously in the running rushing attack and he he believes in bell cows. So if you believe in James Robinson, it's it's still time to buy and just pray to god that the Jaguars don't draft Najee Harris <laughs> or Chubba Hubbard or Javante Williams or (laughs) Trey Sermon. Oh, dude.
1: Exactly. And and (laughs) they could bring one of those guys in, you know, later on, but I'm with you. I think Robin, we're just going to keep not trading Robinson Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) We're just going to keep him a little while longer, man, please.
0: So, for the listeners who just heard all that, that may have only been a few minutes, but for Shane, Jeremy, and I, that was like a half an hour, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I need a shower.
0: (laughs) So, let me just say, (laughs) we're going to move on. let's move on. We did have two listener questions this week that I thought was going to be interesting to ask you guys about because we are now yeah. out of the regular season of fantasy football. We're in that position where people are starting to figure out getting draft picks. You know, everybody's starting to get excited about draft picks. So we had we had two listeners that contacted us to ask us these questions, and I told both of them I'd bring it up on the air. So the first one was from at AWINER and he sent us his question. He said that he offered Calvin Ridley, the 1.01, and the 1.05 to the team for DeAndre Swift, the 102, and the 103. And then what he had said was the team that he has, he currently has CMC and Dobbins and Antonio Gibson. So he would add Swift to that, and he'd have the 2 and the 3, but he'd give away the one, the five, and Ridley. However, the only wide receivers he has is Tyreek Hill and LaViscus Chenault.
2: So I was looking at the wrong trade, first of all. Um, (laughs) Nice. But one thing, and I'm so tired of hearing, not tired of hearing this, but stop telling me who else is on your team when you're making a fucking trade. Because your trade should be independent of that, unless you're dying at a, a position.
0: No. And you're not. I, I disagree. You should know that. I love you. To have should the
2: context yeah, he, for when we do the trades. No, on the show. dude, it, you should know probably, that he
0: that he only uh, has Tyreek Hill as a wide receiver.
2: <laughs> but here's here's where I'm going with this. I, I feel like a lot of times people take less value in a trade just because they're like, well, I don't have many wide receivers and I have oh, yeah, a running right. back, so I can you want I can the best talent less. you can get right.
1: if if you can't, but you do trade for need too, and if you only have one wide receiver it might be a good time to trade a position that you have a plethora of players at for another freaking good wide receiver so i mean i I think that context really can help us analyze them on this show but yeah don't give shit away just because you have a lot of wide receivers don't give one away right
2: yeah like i I worded that poorly like i do most things (laughs) don't make it, it it shouldn't be that much of a deciding factor it can be all right well this is 50 50 in my head Okay, I the, the need is going to push me that way. And but I think- if it's like seventy thirty in your head just, I'm just speaking in general because I didn't listen to this trade. But you know, when it's like <laughs> if it's like 70-30 <laughs> it's like, we'll never get to the that of that Oh my, god. Trade, really. oh my so god! If it's like 70-30, don't do it just because. Dude, oh. okay, but listen. Anyway.
0: In this trade, it is close because he's giving up the 101 and the 105 and getting the 102 and the 103 and swapping Ridley and Swift. So that's why the context of the rest of his team does matter in this case. So you said you didn't hear the trade. I'm going to ask Jeremy's advice and it. then you look at it while i asked jeremy so jeremy what do you think
1: dude i I think i keep the uh i keep ridley i not just because of his quarterback situation but he's got cmc dobbins and gibson right now i I keep the 101 um and and for a while right um till things shake out and maybe get uh more because this is kind of like a a tit for tat sort of um we want to say um very incremental, marginal sort of trade, Ridley-Swift, 101 and 105 for 102 and 103. I, just keep Ridley. Keep the 101. And I can see, I see he's trying to get you know two top three picks. I get that. That's fine. But the 101, dude, you could trade that for some kind of haul soon. But keep Ridley. Uh, Ridley for Swift isn't really that enticing to me at all.
0: So that's great. So J- Shane, I know you're I know you're still reading it, Shane, but Jeremy, that's exactly what I answered him when I answered the question oh, to him. What? When I answered the question to him. I, I like to punch it, Nick, because we always talk about this kind of stuff, but that's pretty much almost word for word what I said to him in the DM. But so let's hear what Shane has to say then.
2: <laughs> so basically exactly what, what Jeremy just said. Yeah, no, I'm holding on to I'd rather have Ridley the 101 and the 105. The 101, um, like Jeremy just said, like that, that's gonna increase in value. Um Obviously, so are the 102, the 103, blah, 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 blah. But the 101 is the pinnacle. That That's 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 the biggest piece. That's what's going to accrue the most value. That's going to be the most valuable thing from here until whenever you draft. So I, I want that 101 side. I don't know that the difference between 103 and 105 is really as great as right. 101 to 102, to be quite honest with. Right. You. Yeah. 101, you're looking at Najee Harris, who looks like an absolute slam dunk. Like an absolute slam dunk, yeah, it, he does. even though he is thirty six years old
1: but, <laughs> yeah I mean,
2: he is old, i'm not gonna, but he looks like an absolute monster um he's good and, and you know, I love travis Etienne, but it, etienne, but is travis Etienne – um
1: Really in the same sphere
2: as Najee Harris right now?
1: I don't. I don't think so. He's fast. I don't think he's not as dynamic as Najee Harris is. Not, not, not yet, if he, if ever. Najee see,
2: looks like he can do whatever he wants on the football field. Whereas Etienne yeah. and and uh, look, I like Etienne a lot. Um, same great upside, but I could see it going wrong for him. Um, and white these wide receivers, eh, whatever. I'm not. I they're a good class, but now nah, I want that one on one.
0: See, and I told him, I I said the thing about he can get, like, uh, a meaty sack for the 101. I mean, he could get a lot of stuff for the 101. Right. Plus, he may even be able to get a running back that would be better than DeAndre DeAndre Swift just for the 101 in a trade, right. you know. So, uh, I, that that was my advice to him as well. But yeah, I, when,
2: I, you, I mean, when you have the gorilla, um, you need to trade that gorilla. Like, you need to be so far, like... Yeah, one hundred and one. Patrick Mahomes, CMC. When you have assets like that, like I need to know that I'm making the right move. Like I need to know, like there can't even be a, like a wisp of a like. Oh, I don't know if this is enough, and that's what this trade feels like. To
1: me. And honestly, I, I don't know that it matters to, if it's a super flex league. If he, if if he has trouble trading that one hundred and one for some reason, can't do it, and he's got a pick, well then take Trevor Lawrence and trade Trevor Lawrence. I mean, honestly, it, you know, even if he has four or five quarterbacks already, just do that and. And just as an asset to trade later, but he shouldn't have a problem, like you guys said, moving that 101 this year at all. Yeah.
2: right. And this yeah. is—I'm assuming he, this was a not—not not a super flex league, only because he didn't mention it. He Didn't say it, yeah. yeah. He, but he, he, and if, either way, good.
0: No, he didn't say it. You're right. He didn't mention it. But either way, with all the pieces that he talked about and talking about his team, he didn't even mention quarterbacks in the conversation. You know, when you right. said and he already it, told us too much information, there was no quarterback information at all. So yeah, I
2: would like to know that. But even if it, that is, even if it's a super flex, I think the drop from Trevor Lawrence to Justin Fields is so immense that the 101 to the 102 is far greater than the 103 to the 105
0: well then the other thing that could happen too is if it is a super flex and some team that is desperate for a quarterback he might be able to get even more for that 101 from that person to try to get yes, that quarterback right. you know so the other question we got was from at cdnliotta. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way that I can even figure out how to At read that.
1: CDN Lyota. I don't even know. I am sure it's something clever
2: and I can't figure it out. It's Candelota. Candy Lodan. Loda.
0: Okay. But he asked he asked, "Would you trade Nick Chubb and the 106 for Barkley?" And it's a 12-team no. half-point PPR. No, I don't
1: care. You don't need. To. <laughs> no, you don't even need to keep going. No way.
0: Yeah. And he Okay. Well, I, I won't read the rest of his question, but that was the answer I gave him as well. I told him no, but then I said I would ask the guys on the show tonight when we record to see what their answers were. So I'll tell you my answer is I, in the
1: leagues where I have Barkley, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to do this to get the get Chubb in the 106 for him. I'll see if anybody will do that or you know what I mean, Chubb and something else or something that is equal is equal to a Chubb in the 106. Nobody's given me what I want for for Barkley, but I would do it in, for those two things. Yes.
2: Yeah. I can't imagine anyone would straight straight up trade Chubb for uh, Barkley no. at this point. And I, I mean, look again, love Barkley. It's not really, you know, but Barkley hasn't been able to stay on the field for whatever reason. No, I'm not going to say the words injury prone because it's no such thing, whatever. But Chubb, I mean, right now, and especially throwing in the extra pick, like, no, no, no way, right?
0: No. And yeah, even yeah. though you cut me off and told me to, to that you didn't care, the rest the rest of his yeah. team is Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, and Miles Sanders, and Chubb. So he would really just be adding Barkley to that instead of Chubb, which he doesn't yeah, need. But the, right?
1: <laughs> the incremental benefit of get, even if Barkley you agree somebody thinks that Barkley's um, marginally better than Chubb, why are you given the 106 to get? just a little bit with the 106 you can add another running back to your damn stable there you have two running backs are not chubb and another great running back are not better than barkley i mean honestly that just seems weird that i'm not weird it just seems like you're giving away a little bit more than you need to just to add your favorite player kind of deal there
2: yeah no you're definitely you definitely are there's no reason i mean i'm not going to look it up because it's a lot of work (laughs) But I think it,
1: yeah. And
0: I don't think Jeremy and know. I have another half an hour.
2: If you go in their trade calculator right now, whichever one you use, um, you could use 4,000 of them. And I don't think there's much of a difference between uh, Chubb and Barkley. And if there is, I got a feeling that Chubb's the more valuable piece right now to be God,
1: honest. Dude, but he's it. such a complete running back all the way around and um, getting better in the passing game all the time. Barkley elite man in the passing game, but I just, what else he offers. There are better running backs. You know, there just are. Um, But yeah, interesting trade. Do not trade Chubb in the 106 for Barkley. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't (laughs) do that.
2: We We will not be happy if you do that.
1: So, listen, I mean, you do know, you know what you want. It's
2: your team, but I'm just <laughs> you, okay. we're not going to be fans of that move. And, and no. if we find out know, you make that move after we told you not to make that move, six then. thumbs down. Yeah, we're definitely going to like, I'm going to boo you on Twitter. Like, I'll look for you and I'll actively boo you.
1: Yeah, are you going to get back into doing those house calls, those house visits where you drop by, like you used to say? You oh. drop well, by people's houses now that he's <laughs> yeah. had the
0: COVID. Yeah. So, now
1: that I'm immune, I'm immune. I have immunity. So,
2: um, I don't have to do that. You can start that. it back up. Yeah. yeah. After you have COVID, you have immunity. So I'm allowed to commit whatever crimes I want.
0: (laughs) That's not true. That's not not true. Allegedly, (laughs) don't don't listen to him. It's not true.
2: (laughs) And I have immunity to COVID going forward. (laughs) And all STDs, um, <laughs> oh my everything's God. on the table.
0: Hold on, hold oh. on. You I know, didn't know that. I have no yeah. idea mm-hmm. how after three years of being on the air, we got to this point where every single week there's a do not listen to Shane moment. No, 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 no. no. Is, is,
1: the
2: disclaimers. <laughs> no, no, no. This is definitely science. I mean, there's <laughs> no, science not. involved with everything that I say.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. Listen, we have a. We have to go do our Patreon show. We, we have a pretty good show next week. We're going to have Scott Barrett on and he's going to to re
1: yeah he's gonna he's gonna have a rebuttal to, to to matthew berry a few nice things to say maybe not all nice but definitely uh, uh have a rebuttal to matthew berry's um slanderous no just kidding his roasting <laughs> of the dfb owners so yeah awesome I gotta be gotta be
2: honest with you um, yes i don't hold out much hope for them um, doing as well as Mr. Barry did when he oh, yeah. roasted them.
0: Oh, it was especially, a great show. So good.
2: Bathroom Barfield.
0: <laughs> Barfield. <laughs> it was pretty funny for those of you, well, you know, Matthew mentioned it, that we have a chat that people don't talk about, but in that chat we did bring up the Bathroom Barfield thing, and it was pretty funny. So.
1: And then Bathroom Barfield's <laughs> supposed to come on, too, the week after, Scott. We'll see you know how that goes. Sometimes it doesn't work out with scheduling, but how, how great would that be? Because Bathroom Barfield does need a rebuttal show, too.
0: (laughs) I like how Jeremy threw it in like five times. But no, no, it it was great for us in that chat how everybody wanted to come on now and just try to go after what Matthew said about them. So we're going to have that in the next couple of weeks. So before we wrap all this up and Shane, before you talk about um, HQ Crew, Jeremy, I do want to say one thing to you. We talked about it a little bit, but congratulations for your Browns. I mean, it's amazing that after all these years, they finally make the playoffs and then they like have like an amazing first game in the playoffs. So you must be out of your mind going forward. Dude,
1: I, I really am, man. I, I've talked to some friends that I haven't talked to in years because of this and just um, everybody that, you know, I know that are Browns fans. It's just, man, it's, it's kind of a relief. It's like a release. I swear to swear to you that the best, um, moment I had prior to this regarding the Browns was the playoff game. It's the '94 season, but it was on New Year's Day, 1995. You might have seen this tweet, but Bill Belichick, coach, coach Browns, beat the um, the Patriots at home in Old Municipal Stadium. Just a glorious day, you know. And who I I wish I'd known then that that was the last time I was going to see the Browns in that stadium. I didn't go the '95 season. I was in college. I didn't go to any home uh, any games at all. The Browns left. For Baltimore right lost a team for a few years and then they've sucked like even the years they made it to the playoffs they were they, they stunk they weren't they didn't have anything in place like they do now Stefanski comes Stefanski comes in I mean things are just even with the few losses they had that, that made me mad I have never been so happy to be a Browns fan it's it's really truly been a, an amazing season and who to thunk it that it would be this year you know right away with Stefanski's you know r- rookie year as a coach in the NFL um as a head coach In the time of COVID and all the quarantines and all the, you know, the guys missing games, truly incredible that they beat the Steelers, you know, that they even got into the playoffs and then beat the Steelers. I mean, at Pittsburgh, they never win at Pittsburgh. It's been like 84 years. It's been 84 years. I mean, it's just it's been so sad to be a Browns fan. Like I didn't even. My my wife bought me a coloring book as a joke of years ago. It's like, why is Daddy so sad on Sundays? <laughs> it's like, we don't have anything in, in in Ohio to be you know truly happy about. Usually, like you do in Boston and Philly and different cities that they get the Super Bowl. They have teams that are great one year or two years. They have dynasties. We don't have that. Fortunately, I went to Ohio State, and actually, you know that's a program that I follow. Otherwise, all the teams I follow have sucked.
2: Well, well I mean, you you had the the Cavaliers won a title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, there's been a few things and then the Indians lost uh several times. They should have won. Like I've just, you know, they're up three games in, in in series and lose. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's such a like I mean, I, I can understand how other people feel now, getting excited about the Browns potentially knocking off the Chiefs at home. Honestly, the Chiefs haven't been playing. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm gonna prepare for the worst. But the Chiefs haven't been playing their best football at the end of the year. Not winning big, lots of problem, you know, problems. We'll see. But the Browns just look like a team ready to pounce on any anything a team does that that isn't perfect. So I just, I'm hoping for a really good game and just glad that they made it to the, to this level of the playoffs guys. Thanks for asking Mike. You're yeah, welcome. The excitement, man, it's pure joy, dude.
0: I knew how happy you were and I knew how excited you were. So I just wanted you to have a little bit of a release there to do it. So Shane, before we wrap up, tell everybody about our Patreon account.
2: Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Be, become a patron, um, become an HQ crew member. Uh, uncentric podcast, which, if you get to listen to this uncentered version, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you do, it's you completely do. me. It's like I had like seven mini strokes during the show tonight. It's gonna come out sounding all smooth because you know that's how Mike edits, but and <laughs> The unedited version of this would be a shit show tonight. But anyway, you get the uncensored version of this. You get the bonus podcast every week. You get the group meet chat. You get the in-season waiver wire podcasts. I'm gonna get some Zoom chats going and some swag stuff that we're gonna be sending out. You know, gear and whatnot, clothing, stickers and whatnot to our uh, patrons that we're gonna discuss uh, this evening.
0: And speaking of those clothing things. On the other side of it, Jeremy, tell everybody about our store.
1: Yeah, if you want to pick up some cool HQ swag with our um, revitalized logo that we just had made not too long ago, Dynasty Trades HQ, dthq.storenvy.com, dthq.storenvy.com, mugs. T shirts, hats, I don't know, underwear. I swear, I think we have underwear there.
0: And also check us out on iTunes and uh, at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review too. You know, it's been a while since we've asked that. And it's been a while since we've checked on it too. So maybe next week we'll read some 184, of the reviews.
2: 184. 184. We need 16 to 200. Uh, I have, if anyone knows me, you know I have slight OCD issues. If you could get me off that weird 184 <laughs> number and on 200, a nice round number, that
0: would be great. Awesome, and check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Um, we're gonna go do it now. Let's go do the HQ Crew show. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week, and we'll have we do have Scott Barrett next week, right, Jeremy?
1: Yeah, yeah, we do.
0: Awesome. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have fun this week. Good luck to you, Jeremy, with the Browns, and uh, say goodbye, everybody. No. Goodbye, everybody. Good luck in
1: the playoffs if your teams are in there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week.
2: (laughs) Say goodbye, Shane. Bye.